Hello, everyone. It is Britt. I am back from Canada, and this is the Football Fignuts Podcast, episode 67, or season 2, episode 17. As I said, I am Britt. I'm Craig. And I am back from the land of the north, as I mentioned. And we're just going to jump right into the beer. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about maybe Canada at some point, but I brought a bottle tonight with me that I wanted to share with Craig. I had never tried this before. Southern Tier Barrel House Aged Rum Barrel Aged Pumpkin. Now, Craig and I have both had pumpkin before. Yes. It's an Imperial Pumpkin Ale. It is extremely strong. This is like their upper level barrel aged version. It's 13.4% alcohol. <laughs> and we're laughing because we haven't tried it yet. Sometimes when we get a new beer, just because we don't want to have a weird reaction on the air, we'll take a quick sip while we're warming up and just to kind of, and then take a, a real good impression of it. I opened the bottle about a foot and a half away from my body, and it felt like a rum ghost slapped me across the face with a pumpkin and it went back into the bottle. It, yes. The glass is And a is ghost sitting. is drunk. Yes, the glass is sitting, and Craig's is, is this too, at least a foot and a half away from yeah, me. Yeah, about an arm's length away from me. And you. I can smell it from here. Yes. So we're just going to... Do, do you want to be the brave one to go first, or am I uh, doing this first? I'll go first. Okay, Craig's going to go first. We are. I, I'm. This is the first time All in right. the history of this podcast, Ooh. I am scared of the beer in front of me. Yeah, and we had that beer from Two Roads that was we had for like a year and a half. I was not as afraid as I am right now. Right. That was that was a that was the 2014 Igor's dream. dream. Yep. It was three years aged in a dark, cold place, and that was actually. And I remember we contacted Two Roads. We contacted We're their like, buddy Can Ryan. Can we drink this? <laughs> yeah, Ryan, is this safe to drink? And he was like, Absolutely, go ahead. I'm like, All right. All right. All right. So here we go. Craig is going for this thing that that's. Wow. Yeah. It he, smells like grain alcohol. I, you almost saying. have to hold your nose, man. I I don't know. Wow. I don't know. We're gonna get through this. It's the first time I've ever been scared. He's sipping. He looks thoughtful. He's swallowing. And now he just looks like he could see the Mega Million numbers from the future. Wow. Now, I like a lot of different alcohol drinks, alcoholic drinks. But that was like, if wow, wow. If basically, okay. I've never seen him react like this. If you took the pumpkin flavor. Yes. Turned it into like an 80 proof shot of hard liquor. I'm sure there's something out there. Yeah. That is what it tastes like. Okay. So what we need you to do. You should do this in shots or sips or whatever you have an eight ounce glass in front of you yes are we gonna are you gonna be able to finish that no <laughs> your turn i'm even more scared you were supposed to make me feel better about this like, oh god Ooh, that's warm Ooh, i am not cold oh, anymore you feel warm like you've had a shot yes oh see i get like that after jameson <clears throat> oh we used to have an old expression on my bowling team the burning <sighs> means it loves you oh it definitely loves me oh okay here we go all right brit's going in He's taking his little swig. He's swishing it. That may have been a mistake. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> Britt now knows the lotto numbers for the next five years. <laughs> it's like pumpkin spice whispered into a glass of vodka. <laughs> and the vodka said F off. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. I honestly don't know if I can finish this. I mean, we have we have Rosemary's Baby next to it, which is fine. I honestly don't know if oh we can God. both Rose, drink this. And this is with no disrespect. I say this. Rosemary's baby is a freaking soft drink compared to what we just sipped. Oh, my, my God. My chest is still like, like my upper torso is still. Warm. Oh, here it comes. There, there it is. is. It's right. It's like a, it's a delay. There it is. It's a delay. It's, it, it's, it's a warmth that literally is spreading from my core <laughs> in, into my arms. All right. Like if we were stuck out in the wilderness, this would you, keep would, us alive. you would want this with you. This is better than a Tauntaun on Hoth. Yes. 
You def- oh my you could probably start a fire with this and drink it so it keeps you warm. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, so here's the epic question. Yeah. Do we like it? I, I mean, I'm impressed by it, no doubt. Um, I don't know if I like it in a giant bottle. I'm seriously, five of us could drink this bottle and have more than enough of it. I mean, yeah. Pumpkin, don't forget, advertises itself as pumpkin pie in a glass. Right. And it's very strong. It's like, it is. I think it's like nine or 10%. This is just, this like, is another level. Oh my God. And I don't God. think the two year, year, well, year and a half we've been doing this, I don't think we've ever had a beer like that. No. There was never a beer where I would say, I don't think I can finish this. I've had beers that I haven't liked and I right. haven't wanted to finish because I didn't like them. Right. But this is like, I don't think I can finish this. Like, I don't think I've had one sip. I don't think I can legally drive a car right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 mean, I still have to edit this podcast. So. This is going to be a wacky <laughs> podcast, kids. We're five minutes in and all we've done is take one sip wow. of beer. I mean, what the hell? Well, Ooh. so Craig, uh, yeah. anything? Any, so just really quick, anything happened while I was gone? Carlos Hyde uh, still dominating the Cleveland touches. Uh, Amari yeah, Cooper no, still trying to work uh, through his dropsies. Uh, well, he's somewhere else now, too. Giants defense still trying to get cohesive. Uh, well, they're, the Giants are trying something. <laughs> I just I I just scratched my head at all the trades the last two weeks. And let me let me can I just sum up my feelings on it? Because I don't want to spend a lot of time yeah, on this yeah. unless Craig would like to. Um Carlos Hyde, Amari Cooper, the trade of the defensive guys from the Giants. Apple. What's that? Eli Apple or Eli Wood? Eli Apple and Snacks Harrison went somewhere else. Oh, that's right. They traded Snacks Harrison today. Uh, and the signing of Rashard Matthews all moved the, the meter exactly 0.0 inches for me. Doesn't matter. These are all non-players. Uh, maybe Nick Chubb's value goes up a little bit. Uh, I've heard that Duke Johnson's value is going to increase. I'm not buying that. Um, so Jamal Charles lost his job already. I, I I know you said the other you said something about people were saying he's done and I, mean, I know but, you disagree with that. I kind of think he's done. Yeah, but they he was on the Jaguars and their offensive line is made of Swiss cheese. Agreed. And he had five. They only gave him the ball five times. I don't think that's really a good gauge of where he is. I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, I can't even think straight. I've had one sip of this beer and I already feel like I need to go to bed. Let me apologize too. I we had, I had promised I was going to do some live tweeting during the Chiefs Bengals yeah, game. Yeah, so I flew back in from Montreal on Friday afternoon, sat in traffic for two hours, got home, had dinner, and I pretty much crashed out all day Saturday and Sunday. Sunday at like five o'clock comes and Craig sends me a text. So you're coming over tonight, watch the game with me? And I'm like, I'm good. Well. I was in bed, and this is not a lie. I feel like such an old man at 8.15 in the evening on Sunday night. You didn't even see the kickoff. I did not even see kickoff. I had no idea what happened until the next morning when I rolled over, and my alarm went off at 6 a.m., and I picked up the phone, and I went, oh, look, we won. That's good. And then I looked because I did captain's pools, and I did two captain's pools. I put one into a tournament for a quarter and one into like a $5 double up, and I put Kareem Hunt as my captain in both of them. Good job. And I won. Good job. Pay lines again weird this week. I cashed in some double ups as low as 122. I was like, are you kidding? I ended up exactly up $1. (laughs) I used four different lineups. Only like two of them cashed. And I ended up up $1. I did did well in DraftKings. FanDuel injuries just killed me again this week. And uh, FanDuel was not fun. My season was Wow, you took another sip of that. I did. I'm going to finish this. I'm determined now. Oh, God, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe you shouldn't. 
<laughs> oh, okay. All right, Mike. Get the cats up here. Let's see if the cats would like this. Um, I totally forgot what I was going to say. See that? It's just going out of my head. My oh, my season long's over. I drafted. That's right, you're one and six. I'm one five and one. That's I pulled right. out the you tie. tie. You tied. I yeah. pulled out the tie this week. Um, I lost Cook and Fournette. Mm-hmm. So I, we're allowed to carry up to six running backs. So I, I maxed out my running backs because I knew there was going to be question marks. I have Mark Ingram, who was on bye. Yep. I had Sony Michelle, dead. Yep. That was so, one of the injuries that killed me in FanDuel. There you go. So there's three of my six are now dead. Um, I have Austin Eckler, who I used, but was eh. And then who's the last one? Oh, Naheem Himes. Because I had Lamar Miller, and I cut Lamar Miller because he stinks. And then our buddy John picked him up, and he's been fine ever since. Jerk. Lamar Miller, I mean, not John. So my my season long is done. I have no running back core. This week, I'm starting Ingram and Hines um, because supposedly Gordon's going to be fine this week. So I, I'm I'm done in season long. So I'm just focused on DFS at this point. Completely focused. But uh, you guys did a really good job last week. Um, let's get on Thank to that you. burning hot take questions. Um, I put it out to Twitter this morning. Um, suggestions, ideas, and I got a message back from a gentleman named John Sinchak telling me that we should have more cinch on the podcast. So uh, I guess that's a question. Yeah, <laughs> and cinch is usually really good for some of those questions. He did not. He he's is, on he's vacation, on vacation this, week. this week, so he's on a golf vacation down south. God bless him. Yep. Um, but yeah. So, uh, burning hot take questions. <sighs> Let's see. I haven't really thought about this, and if I had, it'd been erased away by that <laughs> beverage we've been <laughs> sipping on. Um, I had, yeah. you know what? I had like it, seven of them when I was and in And they're all gone now? Oh, you know what? Let, okay. let me, let me ask you this. Right. Okay. Okay. So the, um, Denver Broncos yes. released their rookie, uh, quarterback today. Yes. He got arrested. Yes. Cause after a Halloween party, he just wandered into somebody's house. Right. Um, oh man, Robbie Anderson didn't practice today. No. Oh, that's going to screw things up. <laughs> That's that's an issue. Uh, I'm looking for the report of his release, and I just I'm not. Seeing his it. eyes are not straight. Who's mine? No, 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 no. The the rookie. Oh, I I don't even know what the guy's name Kelly? is. Kelly. Yeah, I'm just looking for the uh, the, uh, the the report thing. My God, I oh Chad Kelly. Sorry. There you go. All right, so Chad Kelly. Apparently, the players had a Halloween party. He left the Halloween party, drove himself to what he thought was home, wandered into somebody's house, sat down on a couch, and started muttering. To himself, it looks like he may have had a few drinks too many. Um, Probably that's supposition. I have no idea if that's true, but it also looks like he might be dealing with some mental health issues. It's possible that he may have some latent stuff going on. We don't know that either. What we do know is that Denver Broncos have chosen to cut part ways with Chad Kelly. Right. Question for you, and I know you're going to hate this. <laughs> is it time to pick up the phone and call Colin Kaepernick? Uh I mean, I Elway, isn't Elway in the hot seat at this point, even though he's the golden boy of Denver? I mean, uh, I how think many, he is as in general. He just can't draft quarterbacks. How many how many bad quarterbacks can you bring in before somebody sits there I mean, and goes, what's wrong Whoa. with Case? What's wrong with Case? He's Case Keenum. <laughs> you paid he wrote him a, a book. boatload of money. What's that? <laughs> he wrote a book. <sighs> I've written a book. I didn't publish, <laughs> but that's not the point. Any idiot can write a book. Freaking George know, W. A, Bush has written books. He, he has, actually. Um, I'm not sure because of a couple things. Because, A, we don't know if he, we don't know if he wants to play again. I haven't seen anything where he says directly, I want to play football again. But can we agree that he's probably the best candidate for a backup quarterback sitting right. out there right but what now? If, 
Right, but what if he doesn't want to be a quarterback, and then that causes another issue? And that's fine. But, I mean, if if that were the case, I mean, and again, he's still doing that whole lawsuit thing with the NFL about collusion. So if they picked right. up the – it's actually in the NFL's best interest for Denver to pick up the phone. If Denver picks up the phone and he says, nah, thanks, but no, his collusion lawsuit is done. Right, which I also think that if he plays football again, it kind of hurts the brand he's turned himself into. And I, I don't want to use the word. I, I don't want to use the word brand, but it's really the only thing I can think of well, to describe but it. Nike's adva- taking advantage of it, so I think it's accurate, right? Whether he intended so, I think he to loses his going back. Oh dear God, he's braver than me. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> um, Walking home tonight. <laughs> it, it, can you still see? Um. Yes, Sean. Okay. Good. Uh, no, but I think if he plays again, he loses the. Again, can't think of a better word, but he loses the martyr status he's made for himself. I don't think he's worried about that, though. I think he's more worried about. I think it's he really to, has to depend. Like we don't, we don't know what is he more concerned with his this thing that he started, or is he more concerned with playing again? I think he's more concerned with overall image, and I don't think his overall image takes a shot. I think, I think the bigger shot is if Denver calls and he doesn't answer the phone, then the NFL can look at it and say, "See, he's been full of it this entire time." So. I mean, I just can't think of anybody who's sitting out there who's retired or semi-retired who fits the bill of bring him in and why Kurt not? Warner. He hasn't played in like 12 <laughs> years. I mean, there's nobody just sitting around right now is what I'm saying. It's, I don't know. That's just my no, take on it. I would, than, if I were them, I'd pick up the phone. Yeah. The only person I can think of is um, AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron. Is, wait, he's not, he's not anywhere? He's on the Raiders. But yeah, he's signed to a team. I'm talking about somebody who's not signed to a team. Oh, then yes. Somebody who's technically a free agent. So, all right. So that's my burning hot take question. Whoa. (laughs) It's going to be, we're only 15 (laughs) minutes in. All right. What do you got for me? So, because I I asked Cinch this last week and I wanted to know your your thought on it. Yes. The NFL changed its rules this year Mm -hmm. to be more protective of the offense. They changed a lot of defensive rules. I don't know of any offensive rules that really change other than special teams. That I well, can they mess with the catch rule again. Right, the catch rule. So, I mean, they kind of simplify that. Yeah. It's still five pages. Simplify in air it, quotes, by the way. It's right. simplified. <laughs> uh, do you think the NFL did this because they're really concerned about players, or do you think they did it being like, well, if we do this and stifle the defense more, we're going to get games that are 48 to 52. More people will watch, and that's what we really care about. We'll just make it sound like we're protecting people. I think one begat the other. I couldn't tell you which came first here, the chicken or the egg, but I definitely think one begat the other. So from my perspective, they probably said we need to look like we're doing something about player safety. We need to make the appearance that we're doing something. So they did that. And then they said, well, you know, hey, if offense goes up as a result, that's just more exciting football. Ratings for football have gone up like 20% this year compared to last year. Right. So I think I think you could make an argument either way, but I, I personally think that they did this and then said, hey, by the way, the byproducts can be more exciting football and we need those ratings. So your thoughts? Fair. Yeah, I think it's more, I think to me, I think they put the rating thing first and then the player thing second. Because I mean, you know, how long did they didn't admit like concussions are real? Right. So. <laughs> and hush it up. Right, right. That when Will, they, uh, that Will Smith movie. Yeah, yeah, so... Okay, so moving on. Yes. So I, we're going to do things a little differently this week, mainly because I feel like I'm going to already fall asleep in this chair. <laughs> I'm only, I've got like another four ounces of this beer to get through. Craig hasn't touched well, this no, glass. No, I still have first. to edit this. <laughs> you need to drink that beer, son. Okay, 
The reason we're going to do this differently because I labeled the metric differently this week, mm -hmm. and the metric gives away the answers to this quiz. So we're going to play America's favorite game, which I liked hearing Cinch play last week. Okay, so quick side story. So yes. I'm in Montreal. Right. It's Thursday morning, and I realize the podcast drops at noon. Right. So at like 12.01, I happen to be in the room by myself. So okay. my wife is an I, I'm we're different types of vacationers. I am a sit back, give me something to drink. I'm gonna put up my feet type of vacation. Sure, sure. She's a here's 750 things we need to see in the next four days kind of vacationer. Right. So we're go, 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 go. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of last week, we're all go. By Thursday, I looked at my phone and my phone said, In the last three days, you've worked over walked over twenty two miles. And I looked at my wife and I said, I am taking Thursday off. <laughs> now it was convenient <laughs> that it was Thursday literally off on vacation. <laughs> yes. It was literally zero degrees out. And they go by Celsius. So it was 32 basically down here in the States. Um, so I said, she was like, well, I was going to go up to the mountain and check out this cute little chapel. I'm like, would you mind if you went by yourself? She's like, no, not at all. And I could also tell she could probably use some time away from me. I'm, you know, you got to take me in small doses. So I sat back and I went, huh, the podcast dropped about 15 minutes ago. Use the Wi-Fi to download it to my phone. Yep. Connected to the Bluetooth speaker in our room. Fancy oh, blue. Yes. Nice. Nice. And played it in the room while I sat in the chair and just kind of relaxed. Okay. So I listened to you guys. You guys did fantastic. It sounded great. The funny part of the story is that without thinking, I then immediately opened Spotify and okay. didn't check the volume. Oh, dear. And an old hotel that the walls aren't really that thick. The first song that comes <laughs> up on my playlist is Rob Zombie's More Human Than Human. <laughs> Okay. Which, if you remember the song, opens with a woman openly moaning. <laughs> yes. So immediately, <laughs> the voices fade out. There's a moment of silence. And then you hear what sounds like someone having passionate intercourse <laughs> in my room. And I fly out of this chair across the room. And I'm hitting the power down on the speaker. I get the power all the way down. And the next room, I hear... I'm like, oh, frick, they heard that. And I'm sitting there. You should have seen me. I was like, I'm like standing there looking around like, did anybody notice that? Oh, crap. They noticed the next door. I hope they don't complain. So got the volume under control. But you guys sounded very, very good. Nice. So it would have been awesome if like, you know, the hotel, somebody from the hotel staff walked out of your room after that happened. Yeah, seriously. What I should have done is walked out and straightened my clothing and said good morning to the people. Bonjour. So, okay, so I heard you guys play America's Favorite Game, so we're going to play America's Favorite Game, but I've decided to move the goalposts on you, Craig. Okay. The scoring, as you mentioned during Burning Hot Take Questions, has been too high. It has. So now I have moved the goalposts. Your goals are this week 53 and over. Okay. Or 43 and under. All right. So it's not the normal 50-40. It's 53 and 43. Okay. There are four games in each category. Do you want to start with the high or the low? Let's go with the high. Okay. So I have four games in front of me that all have over-unders of at least 53 points. Okay. Tell me those those games. Uh, are there any games that are not like no? Surprisingly, no. This is the first week I've looked. I have over-unders for every game on the schedule. Okay. Which is what? 10, 12, 14. All right. Uh, my first guess is Bengals Bucks. Bengals versus Bucks. Where are you? Damn it. Oh, it's because it's Bucks at Bengals. That's correct. That's an over under 54. Okay. I did not think. Really? 
54? Yeah, their defenses are kind of meh. And the Bengals are four and a half point favorites there, so. All right. Uh, my next guess is the Saints at the Vikings. Saints at Vikings is a 53, and the Vikings are a one point favorite. Actually, that's who got uh, the Giants' uh, secondary guy. Really? Yep. Mr. Oh, Mr. Right. Apple. Yeah, he's so let's Saint let's now. do that implied total really quick. So 53 with a difference of one, had a 27. So that's a 27-26 final. Yep. Do you think the Saints are only going to score 26 points at Minnesota? Uh, no. I, I might take I might that. take the Saints to win that game actually, but that's just me. Okay, right, so he's so right. He's two, two for more. two. There's two more on my list that are they're over 50. Over 53. Over 53. Uh, yes. Rams Packers. Packers Rams is ready 56 and a half. Wow. And the Rams are a nine point favorite. Ooh. Uh, yeah, ah. I, I don't know if I would bet that. I would definitely take the over in that game. But you wouldn't take the Packers. I wouldn't touch either side of it. No, Aaron Rodgers is too unpredictable. So Aaron Rodgers decides to go out there and throw four touchdowns in the second half. You know, I know some, I used to work with someone, well, I still talk to her, but I worked with her who's a pretty big Packers fan. Yeah. And she actually does not like Aaron Rodgers for that fact. Really? She's like. Is it inconsistency? Yeah. She's like, I hated the fact that they have to win in the final like two minutes of a game. When they should have been winning the entire time. Yeah. So. Yeah. All, All right. right. So you more. have you have yet to get one wrong. All right. There's only one more game in Ooh. the 53 and over category. Ooh. Um. You know, because of who it is, I'm just gonna say the Broncos Chiefs. Broncos Chiefs is correct. That's a clean sweep by Craig. That's Ooh. an over under of 55. I mean, the Chiefs are gonna score like 40 points. Yeah, they are. Well, they're a 10 <laughs> point favorite. Right. So figure half of 55. Let's round up as 58 is 29 so 28 and a half points each then you take five points so they're saying 33 to 23 is the final there well i know last week i heard how bad the Chiefs' secondary was and uh yeah chief's defense is starting to gel i mean when you look at the metric they're gonna be my pick of the week this week in the metric against denver and they're playing, which is they're playing at home, too. Which is unusual. I never pick a high-scoring game for my defensive pick of the week. So no. so congratulations. Clean Thank you. Sweep. Thank you. What about the weak sauce? And how many do are in this category? Four. Four. All right. 43 let's, or fewer. Let's go with Ravens-Panthers. Ravens-Panthers is exactly 43. Excellent. Ah, thank you. All right. Let's go. Oh, God. This game would be really exciting. The 49ers and the Cardinals. Correct. 43. <laughs> And that's yeah. a pick 'em, by the way. All right, so there it is. Pick 'em. Pick your winner. San Francisco or Arizona? Uh, San Francisco. I seriously, I would have figured that at least three points, right? Yeah. Arizona's really, really not bad. Good. How's David Johnson doing? Um, not great. No. Not great. I, I, I'm grateful that uh, the prognosticator I listened to, <laughs> namely me, um, <laughs> said not to draft David Johnson. Yep. I had him ranked at four. I had him ranked at four because the market had him no less than the top four. That was a mistake. I got to start trusting my gut. I would rather be wrong in these situations right. than be right. Because honestly, he probably should have been seven or eight on my preseason list. And I didn't do it because everybody else was so big on him. I was like, all right, I'll split the difference. But in my heart of hearts, I didn't do it. And I should have. Because I would rather be wrong and have people scream at me, look at David Johnson, the number one running back when you had him at eight, than be where I am now and saying, see, I told you. And people saying, well, yeah, but you still had him at four. It wasn't like you put him in 10th. You know, I should have followed my gut. I had him in my in my heart of hearts. Right. I had him behind Kamara. Yeah, I had definitely. him behind Barkley. Definitely. I had him behind somebody else, too. McCaffrey? No. Cook? No. I 
No, I'd cook in Fournette. Pat, I might have Fournette ahead probably of Probably Hill. Hill? Running backs? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Tyreek Hill. Sorry. No, Tyreek Hill's a wide receiver. Yeah, you know. But I, I probably should have had him at least three spaces. Hunt, at that's least what I meant. Hunt, that's who I'm forgetting. How do I forget my favoritist player in the entire world, the Kansas City Chiefs? Those three guys, I definitely should have had ahead of him. So he should have been no higher than seventh yeah. on my list. But I've listened to the experts and you I tempered for this. And I tempered my expectations. And now here I am drinking a 13.4% pumpkin <laughs> ale, which Craig isn't drinking at all. And playing the game show. <laughs> All right. If you if you don't if you don't win this, yeah, you have to down that. Wow. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have any strikes. All right. And you already got the Ravens uh, at Panthers and the Niners at Cardinals. So there's two more. Uh, Redskins, Giants. Son of a bitch. You're right. Forty two. There is one game left. All right. Ooh. So I, this one you got to do. If you strike out with one to go and three chances, <laughs> you got to down that. I don't think that's physically possible. <laughs> All right. One to um, your veins. See who else we got here. <sighs> Seahawks Lions. No. Ooh. Seahawks Lions is a 49 and a half. Colts Raiders. No, strike two. That's like 50 even. 50 even? Really? Because luck has been so good lately. Last four weeks, he is the he top fantasy quarterback the last four weeks. And the Raiders don't seem to know what the hell they're doing. No, As I said before tonight, I heard one person say John Gruden is running the Raiders like he's a fantasy player with a book from 2015. <laughs> so Jordy Nelson's really good. That's my kind of guy. So all right. Oh this is man. It. This is it. You have to at least take a drink. I will. If you will. if you get this wrong. If you get this right, you can slide the glass over to me and I'll take the punishment. <laughs> but what is Whew. the last game on this weak sauce list? I will your hint is it is a 41 and a half over under. Really? Yes. 41 and a half. It is actually the lowest over under of the week. Really? I'm looking just to make yeah, it's the lowest presumed total of the week. Wow, it's one of two games, I really think. But so, what is the two games? Uh, they both involve people from New York. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. Did, didn't you already say? No, there's three teams in New York. Yeah, there's three teams in the state of New York. Oh, the state of New York. I thought I was in the city. Yeah, no. no. Uh, okay, well that would make sense. Where are okay? So I got Pats at Bills, but you know the Pats are really good. I mean. Uh, Jets at Bears. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky airs the ball out. I mean, that's a hard one to do. Uh, I mean, there's Blake Bortles. He's playing in London. Blake Bortles. <laughs> the answer to the question it's is always, always Blake, Blake Bortles. Bortles. All the time. All the time. Does not make a difference what the question is. You know what? You know what the question is? The question is who was unfairly benched <laughs> in week seven because all he did was go out there and be awesome. And the answer is Blake Bortles. Okay, no, seriously, right. what, what are we going right, for? Let's go. Damn. These are all horrible picks. And I have finished that extremely... Uh, I'm so coherent. <laughs> Dolphins, Texans. And he reaches for the glass, and Craig, Dolphins, Texans, is a 44 and a half. Damn. That is strike three. Ooh, Take your sip. Now, was I want to make sure... Was it a New York team? It was not a New York team. You were on the right track. Eagles at Jacksonville is unfairly a 41 and a half because Blake Bortles is going to score 41 points by, by himself. himself. That's right. So far, how does Blake Bortles? Wow. There he goes. He's, he's, he's taking, woo. He's taking a sip there. Woo. So Blake Bortles, here's what's going to happen. Blake Bortles is going to score six rushing touchdowns. And then he's somehow going to miss half a point on the extra point and score 41 and a half <laughs> by himself. So you don't have to worry about it from the Eagles. Okay, did you, by the way, you were the one who shared that the Blake Bortles London splits. Blake Bortles is a god in London. 
I want to use him this week. He's, that makes me want to use him. One interception. He's three and zero. Oh, his passer rating is like off the chart. <laughs> so again, I in our our season long, which I've essentially given up on. Um, I have Blake Bortles and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's on bye. Yeah. So I was planning on using Blake Bortles. You might as well. But can I? Tr- they they benched him a week ago because he fumbled, and it was only a six turnover in two games. I get that. Turned the ball over five times the week before and was still plus 40 in most PPRs. Yeah. How the yep. he- So the answer is Blake Bortles. Because he's Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles is Blake Bortles, and there's nobody better than Blake Bortles. That's it. I've become John Madden is to Brett Favre as I am to Blake Bortles. <laughs> I am the ultimate Blake Bortles apologist. So I apologize. I'm sorry. The good news is I am out of rum barrel aged pumpkin, and I'm not dead. <laughs> Wow! Wow, my I the insides of me are warm again. I'm I'm looking at that Rosemary's baby and I'm wondering whether or not I should open it. <laughs> Probably not. I'm gonna. <laughs> but I mean, the decision's made. I didn't say the decision wasn't made. I'm just asking if the decision is wise. Yeah, I feel like I need to chase her after drinking. <laughs> oh, seriously, really? My God. Oh, okay. Um. All right. So moving on, let's talk about the metric. So no, this wait. Week. One, one quick thing. Yeah. It's thirteen percent for that whole bottle. Thirteen point four percent by volume. By volume. So what happens now that we split it? Do we have less alcohol? Or is you have 13%? eight ounces of a thirteen point four percent alcohol. All right. So you didn't drink a whole pint. I don't know how you could drink a whole pint of this. I am still warm. And it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just really, really, really strong. strong. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm reaching for the opener. All right. So uh, let's talk about the metric. Okay. I didn't run a metric last week, and then secretly I came back Saturday, and while I was recuperating on the couch. I said to my wife, I need to do some stuff for football. And she was like, I thought you were taking the week off. And I said, I'm a liar. And I ran my metric. My metric told me I should stack the San Francisco 49ers. Against which, the Cardinals. Yes. Which was so outrageous in my brain meets that I shared it with no one. <laughs> and then I created a lineup. And that was the lineup that scored 122 points and actually cashed in certain lineups. So CJ Beathard somehow, I don't know. Anyway. All right, so let's talk about... I have to pull it up on my phone because I did not save it to the tablet this week. So bear with me for a moment. Uh, Fignuts. There it is. FignutsDFS at gmail.com. If you ever want to get in touch with us, that's how to do it. All right, let's see here. Tap to download. Oh, jeez. Here it comes. All right, so in the realm of the quarterback, there's a bunch of guys I like in terms of the value. There's like seven or eight guys who could all make value. Um, I like Drew Brees. Drew Brees is only 5,600 on DraftKings. I've got him at about 24 points. I think that's going to be a shootout in Minnesota, and the over-under would agree. So I like that a great deal. Now, the metric in terms of pure points versus salary loves Sam Darnold. Oh, I said it right. You did. Look at that. All I need to do is have a drink, and I can say his name. He has a new receiver. He does have a new receiver, but the reason Darnold is so high in the metric is not because he's going to be epic, but because he's only 4,500 because he struggled so badly. Yeah. So, Craig, here's the question. You're putting okay. together a DraftKings lineup. Yep. Your choices are Darnold at 4,500 or Breeze at 56. Do you want to pay up, or are you willing to take that risk? Against the Bears? Hmm. I mean, 4,500 does leave you a lot of room to work yeah. to put other people in other spots. That tastes like water compared to pumpkin. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I just had like a like a vitamin water. I was surprised. Another aside, I was surprised our uh, friend uh, Dan did not like Rosemary's Baby. He didn't like the rum. The rum was too strong for him. Yeah, he's was, a rum guy. It was, was really strong on the rum this year. It was. It was really strong compared but, to other years. 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so Darnold allows you to open up some salary. Now, there's other guys. So, other guys who are in the value range, Jameis Winston at 6K, Kirk Cousins at 59. Maybe that's an interesting question. Aaron Rodgers, 6,400. C.J. Beathard again at 4,900. And Eli, Eli Manning. Manning. I'm not touching Eli Manning anymore. No more. You're done. Unless I get points for confused looks, I'm not touching Eli Manning going into he the does, future. He does look confused. So, let's, let's, let's break this one down a little bit further. Kirk Cousins or Drew Brees, the same game in Minnesota. They're similarly priced, 5,600. Cousins is 5,900. Wow. I, wow. If you had to use one. Brees because he's cheaper. Be, to me, they're an even split. They are <clears throat> because New Orleans' secondary is not stupendous. Neither one of them is going to stop the pass really well. And the different, the bottom line is Brees saves me 300 bucks. Right. So I'm going to use Darnold in tournament play. I'm going to use Brees in cash games. Running backs. Okay. Eyes are trying to focus. Here we go. <laughs> Hand-eye coordination. Here we go. All right. So running just down the list, guys who are expected to make the 3X value. Isaiah Crowell, because he was priced before Powell went on IR. Right. That's what it is. I've heard a lot of people say you cannot bump up Crowell because of the Powell injury. There's no one else there. <laughs> they signed a dude, and there's a young guy they want to work in, supposedly, and I have no idea what his name is, so I'm not even going to try to do who's that guy. But I, I bumped him up a little bit. Rasheem Mostert. Mostert? Mostert? I have no idea who this guy is, but he plays for San Francisco, and because Matt Breida can't take more than three snaps consecutively, he's the guy they're supposedly looking at. And it's against Arizona. Arizona sur- surrenders a ton of points on the ground. So they have him at like 12.3 points, and he's only 3,800. That's the That's value add. If he's going to be that good, do you think you're going to get 12 points out of this guy who I've never heard of before? Have you heard of him? Uh, I heard of him this week. <clears throat> Does that count? <laughs> Did you hear about him before tonight? Uh, I heard about him yesterday. Okay, then yes, that counts. <laughs> so what limited experience he has? Do, can you get 12 points out of him? Uh, only because he's playing Arizona. Yeah. So again, tournament play. Right. I'm not going to go. Uh, so Quell, most, most monster. I have no idea if I'm even saying his name right because I have no idea who he is. Philip Lindsay's in the value range. <sighs> Listen, Freeman and Lindsay are constantly splitting carries. It's back and yeah, forth. I Denver is really Freeman. bad. That experiment's over. <laughs> and here's the thing. Kansas City's bad against the run. One of them's going to have a good day. They both might have good days. But I can't tell you which one it's going to be. Right. I just can't. I have no idea. So he's in the list. Kareem Hunt. I love Kareem Hunt this week. He's 7,100, but Denver can't stop the rain, let alone stop <laughs> the run. So I think I think he, he's going to run all over them. 20 to 25 points, in my opinion. At 7,100, if he gets a 22, he's in value. I think he could do as much as 25 to 30 points. Honestly, I do. And then it's time to go back to the mountain. <laughs> Frank Gore is only 3,600. You can't quit Frank Gore. You can't quit Frank Gore. And the funny part is I have Frank Gore projected for exactly 10.8 points, which would be exactly 3x value. So Frank Gore, I wish I could quit you. Uh, Beyond that, Ronald Jones is in the value meter. I have him at 3,700 and for just about 12. So let me run down that list again. Craig, you got to use one or two of these guys. And you're going to see why in a second, because there's not nearly as much value at wide receiver. Crowell. The guy whose name I can't pronounce, Raheem Mostart, Philip Lindsay, Kareem Hunt, Frank Gore, or Ronald Jones. You got to use two of them. Who do you like? Well, <clears throat> if I'm saving money at quarterback, I would pay up for Hunt. Oh, I'm absolutely using Hunt. And then to save money for a receiver, I could I would try Mozart. 
not Mozart, but it's Mozart. Most Ert. I mean, seriously, I apologize, folks. I like to think that I keep track of a lot of the players in the NFL. And granted, there's hundreds of them. I've never heard of this guy before. So Only um, because he's playing Arizona. I love stacking Hunt and Crowell, um, particularly if you're going to use the Darnold stack. Right. You know, if you're going to use Darnold, you might as well use Crowell. But I don't know. So I'm looking at Hunt Crowell myself because it's key to save money in those first cover positions because when we get to wide out, there is exactly three people projected for value. And they are Chris Hogan, Robbie Anderson, and Michael Crabtree. Now, it should be noted, Robbie Anderson was held out of practice on Wednesday. He was. So whether his status is questionable. So essentially, you got Chris Hogan, who Tom Brady may or may not feel like throwing to, but he's, he's the goal. throw to him once or throw to him 11 times. Right, right. Um, and Michael Crabtree, who may or may not decide to catch the ball. From average Joe Flacco? Maybe. So those are your value options there. I mean, Craig, is it worthwhile to pay down at quarterback and running back and use some guys you'd rather just have at wide receiver rather than yes, worry about value plays? Definitely. So who Especially do you like? this week. Who do you like at wide out this week? This week, if you can afford it, um, I would stay away from Demarius Thomas because he seems to be very disgruntled in Denver. Uh-huh. He wants to be traded. Uh, but, you know, A.J. Green is playing... AJ Green is playing Tampa Bay. Their secondary is not stupendous. I've seen a lot of people high on Green this week. Um, I mean, there's always Antonio Brown if you can afford him. I'm um, not big I on like, him. I'm big on Thielen because they're going to throw a lot in that game. Right, here's the bottom line: Adam Thielen continues to catch hundred yard games like they're easy. They're, yes, exactly. <laughs> like it's and uh, I, always, I always like my boy Bob Woods. Big game, Bob Woods. He is yep. literally the only receiver left. That's still alive in the in L.A. Like if you've been, you've been watching the Monday night games where they put or and I think they do this on Thursday night, too, where they put down the combination in the bottom corner before most plays. Yep. And they'll say one running back, three wide yeah. outs, two tight ends. All of the Rams Which, combos are one wide receiver, <laughs> three wide, three running backs, three tight ends because there's nobody left alive. No, Cooper uh, Cup is still broken. Who else is still there? Uh, Cup's broken. And then there's um, Cook's. Right, yeah, Cooks. Oh yeah, Brandon Cooks is there. Okay, but he—I don't. Well, he played last week, but I think he's still having issues. But the bottom line is, they don't look <clears> at him. <throat> they just don't look at him. So, so I like that. I'm gonna pay up at wideout. So my strategy this week is I'm gonna stack. If Robbie Anderson's okay, I'm gonna stack Darnold. Darnold. Oh, there it is. There it is again. Darnold with Robbie Anderson. But I'm much more inclined if I'm gonna go cheap at, at running back to go Brady Hogan. And then maybe use a couple of cheap wideout options that are flyers. Maybe I'm just saying. Maybe. Uh, and, and go that route. At tight end, there is three guys, and I like all three: Ben Watson, Chris Herndon, David Njoku. Watson is only 3,100, and New Orleans, Minnesota gives up a ton of points to the tight end position. So that's why I like that. They don't look at him a lot, but if Minnesota focuses on shutting down Michael Thomas and covering the secondary in zone, they're going to have to go to Watson. Chris Herndon, Hendon, Herndon, 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 Herndon. <laughs> Chris Herndon, yeah, that beer's not affecting me at all. Chris Herndon, um, again, the Jets are going to have to throw a lot. Chicago gives up a lot of points through the air, fantasy-wise, and not a lot on the ground. So if I'm going to use Darnold, I am definitely going to use you're, Herndon. So you're telling me <clears throat> you're making a giant jet stack. What giant have I a used? Giant? No, I'm sorry. A large Jets stack. Well, so here's what I would <laughs> probably do in tournament play. I would probably use Darnold. I would probably use Hunt and a different 
running back that I like. I'd pay up at wide receiver and then use Herndon to save money. So I'm saving a ton of money between Darnold and Hernson. I did it again. <laughs> what is it with that guy's name? I just got back from Canada. Everything's French. Um, but I was doing it before that. So, But the guy yeah. I really like, because Herndon's only 2,800, but I really like David Njoku. Yeah, he I've seems been on, to be turning out to be his, his favorite target so far. I that doesn't been, drop passes. Right. I've been on that train almost as much as I'm on the Joe Mixon train. By the way, if you're willing to pay up for him, good Joe Mixon week. Good yeah. Joe. 19 to 20 points, but he's not going to make value. He's a good fill-in for that. I have him as like the fifth most points in running backs this week. Yeah, I mean, if you can work it out and put him in a flex. Well, so, all right, so I use Darnold. I use Herndon. I use a couple of I use uh, Robbie Anderson and a blank. decent couple of wide uh, wide receivers de- mid range. I can afford Hunt and Mixon maybe. Yeah, maybe I can. I don't know. That's what you got to decide. Defensive team. I am all in this week on the Kansas City Chiefs. Listen to me, folks. <laughs> Denver has been giving up six points per game to opposing defenses. Six points a game. And they have not exactly been playing a stellar schedule. Who did they play last week? It was bad. I know. I was in Canada. And I turned on the <laughs> TV. And I was like, I can't watch this. What's that? Who did Denver play last week? I can look it up. It wasn't the Rams, was it? Oh, was it the Jets? I think no, it was a Thursday night game. They played. Or it was the Monday night game. Wait for it. Jets played the Vikings. Craig's look up the week seven schedule. Denver's um, bad. That's my point. I think they were off. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They played the Cardinals. They won. That's it. 45 to 10. And they st- even scoring 45 points, it was bad. It was an unwatchable game. Unwatchable. I think the Chiefs could own this from a fantasy perspective. So I'm using the Chiefs, and they're only 2,600. 2,600. Yep. Okay. So now, in a tournament stack, you've got Darnold, you've got Herndon, and you've got the Chiefs. That leaves you a lot of money. Let's see if we can make this. You want, All right. Go into DraftKings. All right. How are we doing on time? I don't know. You tell me. We'll do this, and we're probably decently. Yeah, we got about five minutes. Yeah, we can. All right. And this is the last thing I can probably stay conscious for. So, all right. So, open to DraftKings classic lineup. Do Thursday through Monday just to make our lives easy. All right. I don't want to miss any games here. Yep. Well, Craig is doing that. Just a reminder, folks. If you have, if you'd like to leave us feedback, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play. Uh, player fm or uh twitter is at fignutsdfs. our email is fignutsdfs at gmail.com we would love to hear from you guys uh we have to say hi to deb hi deb and you know what well craig is finally fishing it up we need to wish bon voyage to our good friend sean who sat in a couple weeks ago sean's getting married on saturday dumb son of a and the worst part is <laughs> i finished finally finished writing the toast today i'm serving as the best man at that wedding I finally finished writing the toast today. The hook at this toast is oh, yeah. so good. I, I audience tested it. How good tested is it? it. <laughs> good is it? Um, I, I audience tested it at the office okay. this week, the last two days. It killed. It made people cry. It made people laugh. It made people laugh and cry. One person said it became a part of me. It made people throw things at you? No one threw anything at me yet. Yet. Uh, the bride may throw something at me on Saturday, but she doesn't More listen likely. to this, so what the hell no. care? Okay, so we got Darnold at quarterback. We got the Chiefs and defense. Okay, so go to wide receiver yep. and use Robbie Anderson. Okay. Go to tight end and use Yerndon. Yerndon? Yerndon? Isn't that his name? It's Herndon. There's an H. Herndon. Herndon? 
Jeez. All right. What was the other beer we've banned for this podcast? We're up to two now. What was the other beer we banned? Uh, we'll have to look it up. Oh, whatever. Oh, fuzzy um, double ruffle feathers. Right. Yeah, that's banned, and now rum uh, <laughs> barrel aged pumpkin is banned okay. from the podcast. You have thirty six thousand dollars. So what's that for the average position? Seventy two hundred. Holy crap! All right, go to running back. All right, and plug in Hunt and Mixon. Mixon. We're gonna spend up at running back right now. All right, Hunt. All right, two receivers, and then we'll leave the flex open. Yeah, we gotta leave the flex open. Um, no, you know what? Go yeah. to the flex. Go to the flex and use Isaiah Crowell. Because I was big on him this week. Right. We'll leave one of the wideout positions open. Okay. I'm going to go find him here. Just go to the search and type in crow. Oh, sure. Use your brain. I don't know had a drink and a half. So right now, remaining salary is 17900 Your average is $89.50. All right. So who do we like in that wideout? We like AJ Green because he's going to be... Green, Thielen. Let, let's put in green and see what the number is. So the left to spend, you have $9,900. I have almost $10,000 left to spend on the last whiteout spot. Put whoever you want in. <laughs> Literally, I can use almost anybody. Now, take if you take... All right, you know what? Let's play it out. Take Crowell right. out of... Okay. Take Crowell out and leave that blank. Let's okay. go back to your flex idea. Because I thought we were going to run out of money, so this is... All right. Go back to the whiteout. So you have 13600 left. Go back to the whiteout okay. and give me Adam Thielen. All right. Now, what do I got left for flex? 4,900. Still easily enough to use one of the value plays we talked about. There's a number of guys that fall under there, including Crowell, um, that other guy. Crabtree. Mumbly Joe. Chubb. Yeah. I mean, there's a number of guys. There's guys you know. Now, here's the thing. The joke. This is dependent solely on the New York Jets performing. And that's what I want to stress. (laughs) That's true. You. This is solely dependent on Sam Darnold throwing the ball to Robbie Anderson, which has not happened this year at all. It and, happened once, right? But you look at your look at your your running backs, Mixon and Hunt. They're both going to score twenty points for Thielen. you. Look at your wideouts. You've got at least Thielen. You know, Green. And Green, it's Green's average is nineteen and a half. It's points. not. It's not a crazy idea. No. It's not a crazy idea. So, you know, do what you wish with it. We, It also know, depends on if Anderson plays. And Anderson Anderson may not play. That's the other part of it. So you may have to split those positions and go a little cheaper somewhere else. Maybe don't use Thielen. Maybe use Diggs. Yeah. Maybe you look at New Orleans and use uh, Traquan Smith. I have no idea what he's costing, but maybe he's going to be way cheaper. Yep. Maybe use Thomas instead of Green. He's going to be cheaper. But, I mean, the point is, if you're willing to take that risk on the Jets stack, it's there. But I'm not convinced I'm willing to take that risk. I'm just saying it's an option if you're out there. And for if anyone from DraftKings is listening, you will understand and recognize that we did not give a full lineup. We left <laughs> one full position open, we which did. is not a violation of your guidelines. So The end. The end. Thank you for listening, DraftKings. <laughs> All right, we're almost out of time. Craig, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, I found my draft list from last year. I'll tell you my first five picks. Love to hear this. Go for it. It's a uh, 2017 list. Yep, so I kept DeMarco Murray. Back then it made sense. Uh, Drew Brees. Uh-huh. McCaffrey. Y- you were big on him as a rookie, yep. Uh, Diggs. Yep. Fitzgerald. Yep. Willie Sneed. <sighs> you were so good until that last pick. <laughs> You were so right on. You're like, well, you know, okay, yeah. I mean, 
I got no. uh, Zach Ertz and Cooper Cup at eight and nine. Oh, Cooper Cup would have been so good if he hadn't gotten hurt. Injuries have wrecked us this year, folks. Yeah. The pay line inconsistency is a the pay line inconsistency, the changes in rules. It has been a wild year in terms of trying to predict who's going to perform and where. The guru John Hansen said it the other day on the air. He was talking to Charlie Weiss, and he said quite openly, consistency is gone. Yes. Predictability is gone. Right. Unless they're playing the Cardinals or the Bills. Yeah. And even then, two weeks ago, you told me the Bears would be the better defense than the Bills statistically, and the Bills whooped them. Yeah. It was like 21 to 3. Yep. In terms of fantasy points, so... All right, my final thought will be that I'm never, ever again drinking the rum barrel aged pumpkin. <laughs> On podcast or just ever again? Ever again. I mean, you might have wow. to drop me home. I'm going to go downstairs and drink some water and sit for half an hour. But my God. <laughs> Woo! And it's not bad. I'm going to probably go bad, on. But... I'm probably going to go online onto Untapped and give, give it, it probably about a four even. Wow. Um, but right. my comment's going to be it made me see the future. And, and I'll just leave it at that. And we did not even get time today to talk about all the amazing beers I had in Canada. No. We'll I did that, uh, four week. different breweries that are specific to Montreal. Folks that are not distributing outside the city of Montreal. My God, were they amazing. We'll have to get to that at some point in the near future. Most of most of the places I can't pronounce because they're in French. But their beer was absolutely amazing. And I had a lovely discussion at a, uh, with a woman uh, from Brutopia who is their assistant brewer about the difference in terminology. Do you know up there they have something called an American pale ale? No. Okay. What's American that? pale ale, right? You haven't heard that term before, have I, you? I have not. You know why? Because down here in the States, we call it dry hopped. Huh. It's an IPA. When they dry hop an IPA, it becomes an American pale ale. Huh. Yes. And I had that conversation with her, and she was like, you know, I haven't been to a brewer's conference since the first half of the year, so it's been like six months. I had no idea. I'm like, yeah. And everything... Uh, in terms of trends, we, they're six months behind us. They're just getting sours. Oh, they, are they have just a whole thing to discover. One, no, you're not a sour fan. I but. hate sours. They're all IPA-centric. Right. Um, and they have one or two sours kind of experimental. That's it. Most places are not they're, playing with uh, sours. big around here. So, All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Um, we'll be more sober. I'll be more sober just because I am never drinking this particular beer again. Um, <laughs> because For my health. Not because I didn't like it, but for my health. So, but until then, I am Brit. I'm Craig. And we are the Football Fig Nuts Podcast or something. I don't know. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 